You're here on Sin 90.7. We've got Jungle on the line with us. Neo Soul Gurus, actually, from London. <laughs> hey, Tom, how are you doing this evening? I'm very well. Now, Tom, one of our Sin members actually goes to uni back in England with one of your bandmates, Little Brothers. Now, I know, you know, true connection and friendship is really important to you as a band. How far does the Jungle Collective extend to sort of friends and family and just fans in general? Well, I suppose everyone that's part of the experience is part of Jungle in whatever way that, that takes shape. You know, the guys that help us make the videos, even down to the people that do the catering on the video sets, they're, they're still part of the team that make everything happen and, and make our vision a reality. And I think that we've got to be, you know, we're so grateful for all of these people who put a lot of their heart and their soul into everything that we do. So, yeah, I would say that it extends very far and wide. Now, originally as well, Tom, so you were a two-piece. It was Josh and Tom, and you really focused on the musical experience as a whole, and that actually extended to a seven-piece band for live shows, if I'm right. Do you ever just come back to J&T? Um, yeah, I mean, like, every day we sit down and we try and write some music together. I think that's really important <laughs> to us, especially when you're on the road, uh, because, you're, you know, you're often inspired by the places that you go to and the things that you see that are kind of beyond your everyday life and beyond what you know. And yeah, like ultimately, we're we're still best mates, and, and we're the kind of the nebulous of this of this crazy project that's happened and it's kind of exploded across the world. So yeah, it's always good to make sure that we like have a bit of time just to sit down with each other every day and chill out and and talk really, because that's what we do as friends. Speaking of, I guess, a crazy world, you renewed the wackiness, especially in your music videos, in the uh, video for Happy Man. What was filming that one like? Was it a video um, you were watching on the TV? What was that? That was actually, so we released that as the second sort of like part of the video series. Um, Nat, one of the girls who's helped us choreograph a lot of the videos, and actually she came on tour with us for a little bit to sing. Um, she basically, we, did, we basically shot a video of her doing the whole of the Happy Man video. And then, you know, we sort of watched it, watched it back, and obviously it was an amazing piece of art, but we kind of felt that we needed to connect with our fans a little bit more ourselves personally seeing as it was the first video that we were going to release off the album mm -hmm. so we had this idea to sort of kind of place ourselves in our weird sort of studio space watching this video with her and, and kind of interacting with each other and, and yeah if you watch the director's cut of the Happy Man video you can see the whole of her take which is amazing that's incredible I love extended takes yeah it's good Tom, I did want to talk a little bit about the sound of Jungle as well, because it's quite natural, and I suppose with a name like Jungle, that goes quite well. It reminds me a bit, I suppose, of a, a soundscape. Now, my favourite track drops from both your album Jungle and then your 2012 single uses like creaking doors and jingle bells. Apart from the standard instruments, how do you go about creating you know, your sounds and still keeping it fresh each year? Um, I mean, a lot of it's accidents, really, um, <laughs> on drops. I, I, like, I literally we were working on drops and I went out of the room to make some coffee for us and Josh's like Josh's old bedroom door was really creaky and I like opened the door and closed it um, to leave the room and get something to get something to drink and he just like shouts like I don't know come back because he'd heard it sort of like creaking in time with the music and we just thought mm. it was a really good thing to record so he just literally put up a mic and we started recording the door hinge for about half an hour but yeah, I think that's the beauty of Jungle. Everything is accidental. I think we try and keep ourselves in a, in a creative space where we allow all of those accidents to happen and we're sort of in a place to capture them whenever they do happen. Because once you try and pre-prescribe something, once you try and think too much about it, then it always becomes convoluted and then doesn't sound natural. It's very interesting you say that because I do feel like you've reflected that a lot, especially on Forever, which is your sophomore album. And you released it in September. I was 
looking at the track's titles and I found that they sort of focus a lot on quite simple, pure words like prey and home and cherry. What was the creation process like after your huge debut with um, 2014's Jungle? It's hard, to, it's hard to say, really. I think we just tried to get back in the studio and tried to capture those honest moments again. Um, you know, once we'd come off the road after touring that second, after that first album, so, you know, we were tired and we were sort of spent, I guess, in a way, kind of sort of creatively and emotionally. So we needed a bit of time off, which we both got. And, uh, mm. you know, you, you live the experiences that give you the information and the kind of and the, the kind of like knowledge and emotional insight in your, into yourself and your situation to write more music again. So that was it for us, really. That was the kind of the main focus on this second record was to make sure that everything was truthful and everything was organic. Well, it certainly sounds like that. And speaking of uh, having a bit of, you know, a break and then going back to the studio, you've nearly hit basically the whole world with your shows, your tour for forever, and you're returning to Australia in April. Now, did you know it was uh, my birthday on the 28th of April when you booked the show at the Forum again? That's exactly why we booked it on that date. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Tom, what should we expect to see at the show? Well, I mean, first and foremost, we love playing in Australia, so we can't wait to get yes. out there. It's going to be our biggest shows in in the country to date. And obviously, when we came out in January to do Fool's Festival, the, the album wasn't out, none of the singles were out, so we were sort of testing the water, really, with some of the new material, but we got mm. a great response. Um, so we're just really looking forward to seeing how people have connected to the record. And, you know, we've seen that across the world already, you know, in, in America, in the UK, and Europe, people have really kind of got on board with it and... And have started kind of giving us giving us the emotional feedback that that we really want at gigs from them, and um, it's been a really beautiful thing to see. So hopefully, it's just going to be more of the same in April. I can imagine it will be, and I can't wait to see you at the show. We got Tom on the line from Jungle, the beautiful Neo Soul group. Tom is going to be playing with Jungle here in Australia for the Forever Tour. You can check out their album as well. The second one was released a couple of months ago, so. Get on it now. It's been doing the rounds and it's getting a lot of praise. Thanks so much for tonight, Tom. Thanks very much. Have a nice evening. You too.